This is Joan Breibart, Body Conversations. It's November 22nd, and the title is Gratitude, Ozempic, Munjaro, Wagovi, and, uh, and then Jesus. So let's begin. I mentioned before that I have a Google alert for uh, Ozempic and Munjaro, and so every day, sometimes more often, there's all these articles that appear, and I read most of them, and they're just so positive that it really makes me feel happy. Then I've looked into these groups on Facebook that are support groups for people who are taking these drugs, and other people who are taking them, whom I know, report morph to me, and well, everybody has a lot of gratitude and is feeling positive. Uh, some of the articles are funny. Um, apparently, uh, employees in some major corporations where you, they give you many perks. Uh, one of which is a gym membership, are saying they don't want their gym membership, they want to be covered for Ozempic. I don't know why it has to be either or, but anyway, and it seems like it's throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and obviously there'll be extremes, and then maybe people will recognize that, that correct exercise is very beneficial, but it's not a weight loss solution. It's never been one. In fact, if you are really obese, you have to be very careful with what exercise you choose to do. Very, very careful. But the people in the business, in the traditional conventional business, the go for the burn business, um, are definitely worried. Uh, John Bodwin, who is the CEO of uh, Spinning, Obviously, that was just about you know torching those calories, and then and Pete Pilates uh, spoke to me uh, about two months ago and mentioned that since the beginning, and I think spinning was launched really in 1995, so he's made a lot of money on spinning, and um, that everybody worried and thought eventually there'd be a real weight loss pill, not a fen-fen to speed up your metabolism or something, but one that would fix this, this hunger issue and this satiety and all the things that everyone wanted to ignore and didn't even understand. And of course now it is, and you know there'll be shifts. That is the most important thing, and that for someone like me who intellectually is always interested in these subjects as opposed to personally, um, I find so interesting. So now there are a spate of articles in the past week, will Ozempic ruin Thanksgiving? I mean, the one day that we have sanctioned gluttony, we assume that people don't want to be gluttonous the rest of the time, but they are. Um, and. You know, how is it going to ruin it? In fact, there was a big article in the New York Times, and I wrote a comment, and they published it. You know, it's about 50-50, because I say things they don't like, and they're all wellness bitches there. Um, but anyway, they did publish it, and I think most of the people were on you know, my side, or went with my point of view, that it'll only make it better. 
Then there was the article, I think it was in Self or one of those um, fitness magazines where wellness now, where the, a dietitian was saying for the first year she's not going to make uh, Thanksgiving traditional um, dishes with swaps, S-W-A-P-S. I've always thought that was the funniest term. You know, where you, you take something that is the original recipe, Julia Child would just turn over again if she heard this, and then you make something up that's healthy. So she's not going to make stuffing with cauliflower. I don't even know how that, the two of them are even compatible. But anyway, um, she's going to just make it with the real recipe. And of course, I find this so appalling and having just had um, chemotherapy and uh, the I was very lucky, of course, um, and without side effects except for one, which was that because of the metallic taste in my mouth, my palate was ruined. I'm very proud of my palate. I've cultivated it for 82 years. Um, it's an excellent palate, and I don't eat, I've never in my life ever once chosen to eat something because it's healthy or someone told me it was healthy, right? Because I eat for taste, for enjoyment. I'm, I'm grateful that there is so much enjoyment to be found in eating and living as I do in New York. I have uh, just every possible cuisine here to sample and I do, but unfortunately I have not been able to. And that's a great loss for me. And still, now that I'm better, um, I still have a problem where I don't really taste wine, for example. I'm hoping this comes back. But anyway, so all these articles about will Ozempic ruin Thanksgiving, as if, you know, Thanksgiving was every day. But, um, you know, most of the people just knew that the journalists have to write something, right? Um, because most of these articles in Forbes, Bloomberg, uh, Fortune, whatever, are about the money. And the money is so overwhelming that people can't even imagine it, but they're, they're thinking the two major companies, um, which is Novo Nordisk, which I bought stock in more than a year ago, and Eli Lilly will be, um, you know, just swimming in money. I mean, it's talking about hundreds of billions of dollars and there'll be shortages and how are they going to meet them because there is a pill coming out. There's a picture of it. I can't remember which magazine that was in but we all know it. And then our many articles saying, well, what is it when, you know, we'll just look at this and it'll be, you know, a pill that you take on a daily basis, such as you might take a vitamin pill or some people might take an aspirin or something like that, that it's no different. And of course I write these things down because I, I forget them or I don't really understand them so much, but, um, the, and I wrote down this thing, as a Sanchez Munjaro is Eli Lilly's best answer to Nova Nordis, Ozempic, and Ribelis. While the latter two belong to a class of medications called glu gluacon-like peptide 1-GLP-1 agonist, mimicking the GLP-1 hormone that lowers blood sugar and helps people feel full. Munjaro belongs to a similar class of medication called dual GLP blah 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 blah. Anyway, it goes on and on and on, as you know, and it's so complicated because hormones are complicated and no one apparently understood them or maybe 
they didn't understand them, but they should have let the public know that this really was the issue, not calories. And the fact that, you know, 80 bytes uh, subtitle, it's now we call it the portion control because people recognize that, unfortunately, they're responding. But um, we, we would always, we had this chapter that was forget calories, hormones rule, and that was just like heresy, heresy, heresy. And of course, it's still going to continue, and I wonder with these shifts that are so enormous where all of a sudden, I mean, there's another article, I think it was the cover of Time, where doctors are complaining. It took them a couple of decades to warm up to the idea of fat acceptance because that's not something they believed in. And now, you know, it seems like that's bye-bye, right? So such enormous shifts. And they'll, of course, the diet business, forget that. I'm wondering when I, I go into the grocery, Whole Foods is in my building, my apartment building, and there's 10 kinds of milk. I mean, there's a billion people starving, but there are 10 kinds of milk there. And when will people will stop thinking that, oh, I have to have oat milk, but I can't have soy milk, but I have to have vegan milk, whatever, all of this kind of stuff. It's so unnecessary and is so divisive and so wrong and to me is all about politics and underneath that is all about religion and gluttony is a sin and that's why to me and it's true people do say this now that wellness has become a religion I've been telling uh, Pilates uh, teachers for a long time stop clinging to that word it's just such an obvious cover-up and uh, you know it's going to be a, a, a shift that will overwhelm people because that's what's happening if you're a person like me who reads all the time and then of course have all these prompts of articles from uh, these you should really get a just even for a while a Google alert so you well I, you're involved in a way or just intellectually I will tell you one thing people I know who are what I call people who are not aware of things, they're kind of clueless about all sorts of things that I would think that any thinking person would know about. They know about these drugs. That's how pervasive it is. Whether it's because this is really good news or because they personalize it to themselves or whatever, but I have every single person knows about this. And they have opinions and their people think it's cheating which is the most absurd thing in the world that you would uh you know that'd be like saying well i don't want to get an antibiotic when i have a strep throat that would be cheating so of course i can't find. but for me of course there's, there's so many benefits to this one i i look forward to dropping this conversation because because of being in the pilates business there's all this projection on me you know, that people are making this assumption that I'm eating healthy and monitoring every bite and worried about my health and on and on and on. And of course, I mean, people don't believe it, I'm sure, but I, you know, I've never thought like this. And I always felt that diets were dumb and they would make you fat and that the whole thing, this whole eat healthy, exercise more, hydrate was all just to cover. And I, I, that's what I'm saying. Will we ever find out? Will anybody ever own up? Whether it's a, a dietitian or a doctor, 
to the fact that they did know that that formula was flawed and that it led people to becoming hungrier and hungrier and unbalancing the hormones. And that's it. And, you know, when you read these uh, comments from people who are in those, these groups, occasionally there'll be someone who's decided to go off it having lost the weight and they're petrified that that feeling, which I've heard described, I've never felt it, of, you know, where they're have like a rush of hunger and they can't get it out of their head. It must be awful. Because, you know, people like me have never experienced that. And uh, I hear about it and I believe it, that it happens. But, um, you know, it, to me, I feel like if you're eating small, this is about 80 bites and understanding how to eat a meal. I mean, today, literally, people have no idea how to eat a meal. They have no idea what is goes into it and that assembling parts in a certain way has a, a satiety factor. And then of course, there's the quantity issue and when they come together, you can become a person, I hopefully, where you're, you're sort of a natural ozempic. You know, it's not as that you don't need a, a, an injection or soon a pill, you just, it's natural. That's what it should be. So anyway, I'm very grateful for all this because I'm so sick of this conversation and it's particularly hard when people assume you agree with them when you don't. Now, let's get on to Jesus because this is another shift that I find so fascinating and that's because I was an art history major. When I graduated in 1963, I had a Bachelor of Arts but my major was art history and so you can imagine I saw thousands of images of Jesus. Now, anyone who has studied the whole history of art understands that at a certain point, they decided to make Jesus look like someone who could never have been born then and lived in this tiny area that is now in the news every second because of the war and that the people there were Semites and he was a Semite and he was Jewish. That's assuming he lived. There's a whole dispute about that. But anyway, um, but what we know of people at that time, very short, maybe five foot five, Semitic features, dark skin, very kinky kind of hair, you know, you know, features that were uh, certainly the exact opposite of the um, Aryan figures that are now embodied in the uh, pictures of uh, Jesus. The, the most important one that people have seen so much now is Warner Salman's portrait. That was only from 1940, but he went back and took this and you have a man who could never ever have lived then in that part of the world, ever, it'd be impossible. So, you know, I've just, it, I, as an art history major and as a person who likes the truth, this has always been annoying to me. And then just recently I get an article about how now people are objecting to these. They, they, they know they're fraudulent. They're objecting to them in the same way that they want to take down statues and photos of uh, Confederate generals because of, of course we're aware of how horrible slavery was and how much we participated and why should we celebrate these people and whatever. So you see something that's just been, in my opinion, accepted. On the other hand, no one talks, took in America, 
So you don't know whether people are really saying, you know, this is phony, this is not how Jesus would have looked. Well, you know, we made it so that Queen Elizabeth could pray to him, defender of the faith, and look like a person that would be in her family. Um, and that's all of a sudden a big shift. So will that manifest itself in, um, in other depictions? Um, I don't, I can't imagine that because that would be admitting a lot, but I'm really looking forward to how um, all the shifts that are coming out about uh, the economy. I mentioned before the airlines are counting the dollars they're going to save on fuel. And Walmart has already said that they're, the people who are on Ozempic are buying less food and you know just these shifts that are across every industry every sector the apparel people must be going crazy thinking about how many more clothes they're going to sell um so anyway that's that's thanksgiving and we're coming in as we all know we're having a sale we have a sale it's black friday you have to have it now i for 32 years of running this thing i think we had couple but I, I never wanted to do this but now we have to do it you have to put things on sale so we have one and uh, I just saw an article about what are the best deals and there's a uh, mention of J Crew, which has always been a iconic American brand and the employees there say never buy anything at full price never so, you know, again, what, what does this mean? It means that the price is set and it, the product is expected to sell at 15 or 20 or 30% less because that's the real price, right? Um, and, you know, the, the real news is forget calories, hormones rule, do 80 bites and make yourself naturally um, an ozempic person or prepare yourself for when you do take it because there's no way that anyone who has 50 pounds or more should have to um, put themselves through um, anything that they've already experienced and that's failure, right? Failure, which is horrible and so much effort. They should be grateful, really grateful that science has, has done it again and um, so that's how I feel about this time of year now, and particularly um, this development. See you soon. Bye-bye.